We were knocked off the air immediately, and then the rest of the day. But now we're back, and it's 8.09 as I look at the clock. Let's not have anything like that again. We've had three days, two days last week. The building had to be clean and sanitized and all. I got that done. And then yesterday with that. But fortunately, we're back. And in due time, I guess we'll look back on this at some point. So, well, that was tough, but we made it through. Hopefully that's the case. I'm hoping that that's the case. What's not the case is the start of the NCAA tournament. Or the what we recognize as the start. Besides the couple of games uh, over there in Dayton. Today was going to be the day. And for the Cougars, we know today they were going to play because obviously they got to play on the Thursday-Saturday schedule. So they were going to take the floor today. First time since losing a just brutal loss against St. Mary's. Really, no excuse for it, man. I mean, they've had a, they had a great season, but that game stunk. So, with that in mind, how would the Aggies have done in the tournament? Now, they might have started tomorrow. We don't know. But we know the Cougars would have started today. It's the final poll came out. Did you see that Utah got one vote in the final poll? The only thing I could think of is that the guy thought he was voting for Utah State. That's what I would have assumed. Because it wasn't somebody in Indiana. Correct. It was like Midwest somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did play. Who'd they lose to? Oregon State. They played them tough right right to the end. Late three beat them. (laughs) Plummer with like 87 threes and they still lost. That was a monster effort on his part. That's for sure. What do you have, 11? 11 made three-pointers in that game. 11, and he barely played the whole season. But they're young! (laughs) And they they lost that game. They finished where they finished, 16 and 15. But they got a vote. Only thing I can assume is that it meant for Utah State. So I asked the question, what would have the Aggies and Cougars done in the NCAA tournament? Now, was there some type of simulation I saw somebody out there? Yeah, Same. ESPN. They use their basketball percentages index, and they called it a weighted coin flip projection for the NCAA tournament, according to the bracket that Joe Lunardi had, had put together. So how far would the Cougars have gone? Well, if you ask ESPN... What do I asking? ESPN, what do you got? They should be hanging a banner for a Final Four and a national title appearance. They, they got to the final game? Against Wisconsin. Oh, now, on this date, I understand, in 1966 was the first time that the All-Black Five for Texas Western, which came, became UTEP, UTEP yep. and Don Haskins on this date, beat Kentucky. Was it 66? Let me double-check on that, but I believe you are correct. Yeah. Of course, that movie Glory Road was Right. Oh, sure. That. Yeah, we all saw that. Yeah, this date, 1966, Texas Western, now called UTEP, becomes the first team to start five African-American players in the NCAA tournament title game, beating a Kentucky team that included Pat Riley. Pat Riley was on that team. That is correct. Yes. Saw Glory Road. Don Haskins, a, a legendary figure in basketball. Had a little cameo in that movie. He was at a gas station getting gas or something. And that movie was about that great run. It's too bad the Cougars. Now, somewhere in there, and I won't go there because I'm not that kind of guy, but somewhere in there, if the Cougars hadn't gotten to the national championship game, somewhere in there, there's a Caucasian joke on this day in which we recognize 
the four, the five African Americans and and UTEP doing what they did, Texas Western at the time. But I'm not going to use that joke. I think the Cougars could have won. They would have rather won five games. Yes. Oh, they would have fired Calipari on the spot and given that job to Pope. (laughs) (laughs) Get out, John. Mark, come on down. His alma mater where he won a natty. Correct. And I think the natty that he won was in 1996. Correct, 96, yep. So it would have been 30 years later. Yeah. How about that? It's coming up sixes in the Cougars in 2020. Where do you think they would have ended? How far would they have gone? How far would the Aggies have gone? Al, championship game. Jimmy, this was BYU's year, dot, 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 again. Joshua, it doesn't matter. All right. Jake, we will never know. Jordan, first round exits. Same with Jay. One and done. All right. Is there something to be said there for these great seasons that they had and the fact that we'll never know? Because if BYU, who, you know, beat Gonzaga, that was on senior day, wasn't it? Senior night. Correct. And then the place was rocking, and it was one of the finest atmospheres you're going to find in any of sports, let alone college basketball. It was great. Everything just went their way, and, and the pinnacle was that night for sure. And then they have, uh, they're off a week, right? And then they go play Pepperdine, and and Yoli goes nuts. What do you have, like 38? Career high, yep. Yeah, and so they're riding all this momentum into Vegas, and they get to buy into the semis, and then they just just put out a stink bomb, a clunker, and they get beat in that game, fifty-one fifty. If I I was there, if I remember, so what do you think, BYU fans? If they would have lost today, then how much of a downer would that have been? So in some twisted way, I'm not saying it's the way to go, but in some twisted way, would it have been better to not have played and wondered rather than to have played and lost? Now, what's that stay, saying? It's better to have had, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing, better to have had and lost than to have never had. At all, correct. Bull crap. <laughs> you don't buy that, huh? No. No. I don't want to go through pain. No. I'd rather not have than to have to go through suffering. Because expectations, now would they have been tempered for BYU fans? Would your fan would your expectations because they lost to St. Mary's in that clunker, would that have downplayed your expectations? Because you would have been the higher seed. I don't think you would have been getting a nine or worse seed. So you would have been the higher seed. You probably would have got, I don't know that you would have gotten a five. Maybe uh, I can see a six, but in my mind, no worse than a seven. So you would have been the better seed in the first game. And if you would have lost, man, how much of a downer would that have been? It's like you'd ask you fans. You... In football, you ended your season, you got smoked against Oregon, you got smoked against Texas. 
Didn't that just tear the season down a little bit? You still won, you know, you won the division for the second time. And what, really, what outside of getting you into the conference title game, what does winning the division get you? It's not like you won the conference. So you ended it on a down the last two seasons for the Utes. You won the division. Good, good on you. But, you know, you lost your bowl game. You lost your conference title game. So for Utah, the new November has become December with the 0-4 in the last two Decembers. And that stings. You pretend it doesn't, but it does. So I asked the same thing for BYU. If you would have lost. So now you'll never know. In your mind, you would have won. And then you would have been riding that momentum into the second round. And you would have won that game. So you go to the Sweet 16 for the third time since Ainge did his deal and Jimmer did his deal. You'll be playing in the Sweet 16. Utah State, is it the same thing too? And especially for the Aggies, man, because you ended on a glorious note. Would you rather have that? Or would you rather know? Yeah, I certainly you would rather know. But I'm just saying, is there some maybe hidden benefit by not having this tournament? And by no means do I want the tournament canceled. I wish it was being played for the participants and their families and and us, the fans, just to be able to, because we know that there was going to be upsets. And there was probably going to be some dark horse who was going to get to the Final Four that we didn't know. Because it's just the way it is with college basketball, the way it's going. I read somewhere that there was a most... Uh, most times an unranked team beat ranked teams this year, whatever the number was. So you had that almost constantly throughout the season. There was a while there where the number one team kept losing. So you had that going on too. Who knows what that would have been. How would that, how would that have played out in the tournament? My guess is that it would have continued and we would have had the same type of thing to wear the same type of number of upsets. And there's really, is what is better in sport if you have no favorite and you're not a rooting you don't have a rooting interest because it's not your team is there anything better in sports than having some no name beat a ranked team a highly ranked team in the NCAA tournament if you have no rooting interest now obviously if you have your team in stocks and it's a shot and you go to the finals that's a thousand times better than anything I get all that yeah but you're you're right if you're the so-called blue a fan of a blue blood that gets upset yeah. so yesterday the uh, upset that hampton sprung all those years ago uh, was Greg Bolajack was on that call Bowler was on that Boise, call. Yes. yeah so stuff like that i think the whole the entirety of the country outside of the team that gets upset they're all rooting for it right and you have this little stan van gundy look-alike coach yeah and he's running over <laughs> i don't know where he's going he's getting picked up <laughs> by a player and his player picks him up big dude just just curls him basically <laughs> come put, here dude yeah, and puts him up doesn't even have to squat down to get leverage as if he's doing a squat just picks him yeah. up with his arms and holds him up and his feet are waggling if that's even a word wiggling back and forth in, in midair come on man who doesn't remember that and and it was against uh, uh what's his face eustacey yeah at utah state the ultimate party boy <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> 
<laughs> Legend in that regard. <laughs> yeah, and he's in the look on his face. Jamal Tinsley, I think played for the Jazz, didn't he? Tinsley did. Yeah, misses yep. that nice little attempt to drive through, because I've seen it 20 times now well, in the last few days. Danny Ainge type of a deal. Except almost. he didn't finish. Except yeah. he didn't finish the yeah. shot. You're right. Right. But yeah. he took it the length of the court, right. got right to the rim. Yeah, and, and it just rolled short. out. Yeah. It, just, it, did, it started to roll and then didn't roll all the way around and then come back in. It rolled around and went back out, and they win. Now, what is better? Is there anything better? I, I, I would submit that there's nothing better than that if you don't have a rooting interest. If you're a fan of a particular team or school or pro team and your team wins, yeah, I get it. That's great. But just as the casual observer, and there's so many games, and so I feel a definite sense of loss today. Today's the first day where it's really hitting me that our sports in our country are not continuing as they should be. Yeah, we should be getting ready to air because we normally have those games on our station yeah. from Westwood One, and we should be getting ready for that in just over an hour and a half from now. And yeah, it sucks honestly that we don't have it. Right, but for the Cougars and Aggies, is it better to have dreamed than to have known and to have your dreams squashed, or are you so confident that it didn't matter? Bring them on. So we're going to look back at BYU's basketball history in the recent past and look at 2011 and 2020 and say what could have been. Well, yeah, because you have the, the 2011 deal with the Brandon Davies. I firmly believe now. I was there. Uh, we went to Denver, and they yeah. just smashed Gonzaga. And who they think they played Wofford in the first round. Wofford in the first round, And yeah. then in the second round, they, uh, they had no problem without Davies. And maybe that... Uh, I was there sitting courtside in Denver, and then we went down to New Orleans, and they got uh, Florida. And I want to say it was overtime that they lost the game in. Correct. Yeah. Michael Lloyd actually had a pretty big game in that. Right. And Davies, if he would have been there, yeah. I think that team had the talent to get to the Final Four. I firmly believe that. We'll never know, but that's what I believe. This team, I'm not as certain I don't know. Because that team in 11 could score. And Emory could play his defense on the perimeter. Correct. And we saw, maybe if we didn't have the St. Mary's thing in my mind, but we saw that they had problems putting the ball in the basket against St. Mary's. Yeah, the the most recent evidence was they scored 50 points. Right. And Jimmer, I was there in the Thomas and Mack in the semifinals against New Mexico, and if I remember correctly, he scored 53. I believe you are correct. And that was against... New Mexico was a pretty decent team, and then they lost the next night to Kauai and San Diego State in the final, and they got a three seed and went to the Sweet 16. So I think that was a legitimate... Yeah, that could have been... Or is is this BYU cursed? So There we go. BYU has been cursed. There are two best teams in the last 40 years... Yeah. The one Sweet 16 run was nice. Jimmer, Player of the Year. I have a Wooden Award. I voted for him. I already voted for my Wooden Award this year. And Davies is not allowed to play. And so that's a what if. Here, with all these senior dudes, and they're all going to be gone now, another what if. Or is this is this what if better than last time's what if rank your what ifs what feels better for you BYU fans okay yeah what's your which which what if hurts worse which what if feels better 
How about that? Ponder that question, and we'll get to that answer if we're allowed to still be on the air when we come back in a few minutes on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. NFL free agency news continues to roll on. Super Bowl winning quarterback Nick Foles has been traded by the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Chicago Bears in exchange for a fourth round compensatory pick in this year's upcoming NFL draft. Foles has restructured his deal with the Bears and could opt out after either of the next two years there in Chicago. Suspended wide receiver Josh Gordon says he intends to play in the 2020 season. He works his way back from an indefinite suspension. He's been suspended six times in the NFL since the 2013 season. In NBA News, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, an exclusive interview on ESPN, said that eight NBA teams have been tested for coronavirus currently. He also said that he has no timeline on when NBA games might return. This Top of the Wire update brought to you by Action Plumbing. Call Action Plumbing at your winter furnace tune-up and safety check for $33 by calling Action Plumbing at 801-833-3333 or going to actionplumbing.net. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. The head coach of the Utah State men's basketball team, Craig Smith. You know, they don't give you a handbook for this type of thing. It was one of those moments, guys, where I just remember exactly where I was, what I was doing when the NCAA made that announcement that all championships are going to be canceled. You just can't even describe every range of emotion. You see a guy like Sam Merrill, who I've never seen shed a tear, and there was a lot of tears with him. Uh, a guy like Diogo Brito, who Diogo is just a passion at Spitfire, and we're all meeting on the gym at center court, and we get done, and Diogo sprints up the ramp. You know, he just didn't want to say goodbye. He didn't want to give hugs, and not give hugs because of the coronavirus. He just wasn't ready for it to be done, and so you got to be there for you guys and support them, certainly. That was a tough deal to go through. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on this crazy Thursday morning, one day after our world was rattled. We got knocked off the air, but we're back today, working through some kinks still, hope to get them all ironed out. The bubble gum and duct tape is holding everything together here. Thanks for listening. This morning, I was saying that this is the day that the, the sports world, you know, it stopped last week, but I think for me... This is the day that it really has its most dramatic impact. Because it hasn't had that dramatic of an impact. Hear me out on this. As far as the postponements and suspensions of the, particularly the NBA season. Because they have not used the word cancellation yet, as far as I'm aware of. And they're in a wait and see mode. Adam Silver spoke yesterday about that very thing. And he used that 30-day barometer as just a number that he used last week as something to put out there to give people a, just a general idea. And then he spoke yesterday as saying that that's not specific and it could be longer, likely will be longer. And that was just a, a guideline. All right, I get that. But until they say that the season is canceled, I'm not going to believe that it is canceled. I'm going to believe that it will return at some point in some form, and maybe they'll just pick it up where they left off and play all the games. I don't know, and no one knows how they'll do that. So I've suffered a sense of loss there, 
but it's more of a, a temporary sense of loss in that if you know it will be resumed, yeah. I can live with that. In my mind, it's a just a, another version of an all-star break. However, obviously, it'll be longer, and it's unusual. But the thing that is the most dramatic is this morning at 10 o'clock, the NCAA tournament was supposed to start. And it's not going to start because the word canceled has been used. And there is no hope of it returning for the 2019-2020 season. And that is a significant blow because that's over. And here in a few weeks, people are going to scatter. They've already scattered with the online stuff now. People have gone home. I was talking to a college student the other day at the University of Utah, and she was preparing to go back to Florida because there's no need to stay here. You can do the online work or wherever. Well, they've been encouraged to return to their homes right. as well. Yeah. So it's, just, it's not going to happen. It's over. And that's a sense of loss for me because the NCAA tournament is something that I think all of us as sports fans, whether you're casual or hardcore, look forward to that. And it's not going to be here. And particularly since we were going to have two teams. When's the last time we had two teams participating? Because we've had a little bit of a dry spell here. It used to be uh, fairly common that we would have multiple teams in the NCAA tournament. That's where we need DJ because he'd be able to, if he didn't, you'd all of a sudden you'd hear, when you hear all that typing when you're listening. You mean this? Yeah, it's him. He can't, he just can't <laughs> help himself. Yeah. He has to go look up stuff constantly. <laughs> so I go back and I listen to our show sometimes just to see how it sounds. And you can hear in the distance the <laughs> typing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's, and I've told him a thousand times, but he just can't help himself. He's got to type to find out. When was the last time we had multiple teams? Well, we would have had it this year for sure. Yeah, we would have had Utah State and BYU would have been in the tournament. <clears throat> but BYU, I ask, is BYU hoops cursed? Did they do something? Now, you folks believe there was life before here. Did they Correct. do something then? What was it? Well, that's a question for the hereafter, I suppose. No, I want that now. I want that answer now. Because think about it. In 2011, they had a phenomenal ball club. They did. And then Davies gets himself suspended. They suspend him for his off-the-court actions, and he can't play. And Jimmer leads them to the Sweet 16, and they lose in overtime. So they were this close away, even without Davies. They were this close away to not to qualify for the Elite Eight. They had three NBA players on that team. You realize that? That's the truth. Jimmer, now none of them were stars by any stretch in the NBA, no. but Jimmer played in the NBA, Brandon Davies played in the NBA, mm-hmm. and Collinsworth played in the NBA. Correct. Yeah, and Collinsworth, if I remember, was a freshman, and I think they played like a one-three-one, and they stuck Collinsworth, a freshman, a tall for guard, stuck him underneath the hoop. Yeah, six foot five. Yeah, and he had like uh, double-digit rebounds going against, against some really big dudes. So Dave Rose, that was a fine coaching job there when they didn't have their best interior player. So that was a what if. Then here we go in 2020, nine years later. All these seniors, and uh, I'm trying to think, but I, I believe Yoli is their best player since Jimmer. That's unless yeah. I'm missing somebody. No, anybody I, comes to mind. I think it's pretty yeah. clear that he is the best player since the Jimmer. And 
they got some pretty good, decent, high-level role players in maybe even more than that in Hawes and our man Toulson. Right? Those guys are players. They can shoot, yeah. Hawes turned in a fine senior year, Mm -hmm. and Toulson was just a real nice player for them as a senior. And now we'll never know. Is BYU basketball cursed? Did they do something to the basketball gods? Or did they do something to God himself? Or God herself? Did they offend God? Yeah. Hmm. Now, they offended me watching them play against St. Mary's. I think they offended a lot. That was offensive. That performance was (laughs) about as putrid as we've seen from them all year long. Yeah. Jeez, St. Mary's is just giving them opportunities left and right for them to... To let's put it this take way: take control of the game. They couldn't do it. That game was a game of no, you take the win. Yeah. No, you take the win. And yeah, eventually, Jordan Ford decided, okay, we'll take it. I was there at that game, and I got to say, man, that game was torture on both sides. And then the little Steph Curry uh, knockoff hits the the game winner. Jordan Ford, yeah, sort of looks like him too. I he think. does <laughs> a similar type of style yeah. of game. Yeah. Looks yeah. similar, yeah. smaller player. Yep, and I think right. he, facially, I think he looks like him. It's, Kick him ball. That's so. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see him get a shot in the NBA because uh, I saw him play a number of times, and he was a fun little player to watch. Uh, so, it, are the Cougars cursed? Because man, they should be taking the court today. Today was their day, and they were to get their first. They haven't had an NCAA tournament win since Jimmer, right? Am I missing one? Or did well, they have, if you count, oh, I guess they had uh, the plan in Dayton against yeah, Iona, yeah. where they came back from twenty-five down. If yeah. you want to count that, then they've had one. I guess you got to count that now. So that's the only yeah, one. I guess uh, that's that's worth counting um, because uh, it's legitimate now. It's the field of sixty-eight. So I put that out on uh, just put that out on Twitter. Are they cursed? Is BYU basketball cursed? Which what if, BYU fans? I don't know if our app is working. I don't know if our phones are working. Streaming is still yeah. having issues. Phones are not working. So. I don't know what the crap's working. I'm working. Go to our Facebook page, <laughs> DJ and PK. Go to Twitter, PK Kinahan, Jacob C. Hatch, and weigh in there. Yeah. Are, are the Cougars cursed? And which what if hurts worse? What if you had Brandon? What if you were allowed to play? That's really and that that is now that I think about it, man. That is something that is about as frustrating as it gets because you have these good teams, and for two different reasons, you're not allowed to see how far you can go, or is it just phony anyway? And they would have been done. So this team, that other team, you went pretty far. You got to the Sweet 16. You lost uh, to Florida in OT. And I think clearly to me, I, I as far as an Elite Eight goes, I don't think that's a what if. I think if you have Davies, he, they win the game. And you're in the Elite Eight. And then we would have to see what happens. Well, see, I think that's the thing about that argument for, for that 2011 team, PK, is we saw this team get as close as they did to that Elite Eight. And you feel like, okay... If Brandon Davies comes in and has his average double-double, it felt like he would put out there on the court, well, you'd feel like that team, okay, they're that much better, and how much, and that probably lifts them past a few more opponents, it appears. Possibly. Yeah. But certainly past Florida. 
Yeah. Well, uh, in overtime, you're yeah. already that close. Yeah, and you yeah, think, yeah. Okay, he has. You, right. He pushes you over the top. I, I, I don't. I don't think that's much of an argument there. And who's the kid? Chandler Parsons. I always yeah. became a fan of Chandler Parsons because we're down there in New Orleans. And there was a writer from Orlando, I think, uh, and he's trying to trying to get the Florida guys. He was just stunned that Brandon Davies was suspended, and he was trying to incite for the, the honor code issues. Yeah, okay. and he was trying to. And Chandler Parsons was up there on the podium the day before, and this guy was trying to. He was asking these leading questions to get. Chan- quote to Chandler Parsons yeah. to say, man, I can't believe they did that. That's outrageous. And Parsons stood up there as a young kid and sat there. But he said that, you know, they've got their rules and and those the rules are what they are. Uh, I respect them. I'm not in any, in any position to be questioning their rules. And, and I thought he gave a way mature answer because it was clear that the the writer who was a, a columnist guy, I, I want to say out of Orlando, and he was fishing for ins- just for uh, not insightful stuff, but something that would cite some type of emotion. Insight. He was looking to incite something, as opposed to an insightful response. He was looking. He was. You could see what he was doing. He was looking to get somebody to say something so he could have it to build around. Because that was controversial. Because I can remember uh, the week before in Denver. I'm up there in the concierge lounge and staying in the downtown Denver Marriott. And I'm up there by myself. And, you know, they have some hors d'oeuvres and give you soft drinks or hard drinks if you want. And so they have some couches there. And so I'm up there and these two gals, they're sitting a little bit away from me on the couches. And I can hear them. And the one says, did you hear what happened to this BYU basketball player? And so that perks my ears up, right? You're, about, you're like, okay, let's yeah, see what she yeah, has yeah, to say. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were mocking the fact that Brandon Davies had some sexual activity and got suspended and could not play. And they were mocking that. And I'm, they have no idea who I am, and I don't know who they are. But to the world, that seems to be preposterous that that would be your sus- consequence for your action. And that's what the BYU chose to have their consequence be for his particular action. And they were in disbelief to the point of mocking it and scorning it. And it came off as if BYU people were freaks for these outrageous rules that they have. I'm just reporting the incident that I saw and heard. Uh, and they were thinking that, that that that's just absolutely ridiculous. So this columnist the next week goes down, and he's trying to go along that angle. And Chandler Parsons sitting up there at the podium just wouldn't have it and just would not go. And I thought to myself, you know, that's Chandler does not need to wade into BYU's uh, mission and their rules and whatnot. And so he stepped back, and he gave a real thoughtful answer. And that always stuck with me. And he went on and played a number of years in the NBA. And now he's had some injury issues. Yeah, his knee injuries have curtailed his career. Yeah, I think he's probably done. But anyway, he he was their best player on that team for Florida and played a number of years in the NBA. So I thought about that. I thought that that he gave a really good response there. But what which one hurts worse, BYU fans? All right, I put that out on Twitter. We got some issue or we got some responses. 
And I will get to that next. Stay with us, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. All right, son of a biscuit. (laughs) Watch yourself. (laughs) I'm being told normally in radio world, we have what, a seven-second delay? Actually, we run on a 20-second delay. A 20-second delay. So if anything is said that's inappropriate, they just hit a button, and you don't get to hear it. Yeah, it's called the dump button. But now we don't have that delay. Yes, one of the ramifications from yesterday's power outages and whatnot is we currently don't have a delay, so... So I gotta watch what I say. Watch yourself. So, let's hope I do not screw up and slip, or else it would be, shut the front door. Okay, you just stop. (laughs) I should not have told you about this at all. This was a bad idea. (laughs) So I gotta watch my mouth. You do. (laughs) All right, well, I won't. I won't slip. Holy shoot. <laughs> now you just making me nervous. <laughs> now, come on. They'd have to understand. Yeah. You <laughs> so, tell them that when so, we... <laughs> oh, come on, man. So I come in here by myself. The plan was we're supposed to have these interviews. Help me along. Now the phones don't work. So it's me alone and you. Hey, let me just say this. What? For having to ad-lib and essentially do this on your own, you've done a fantastic job. A marvelous job. Yes, marvelous. Well, got to have fun with it. Yes, and it has been fun. We're supposed to have Joe Ingles on, and I really wanted to talk to Joe. We are going to reschedule with him. Hopefully we can have it straight in a way. Team player that I am, unlike my other guys, is I would even accept him on another show as long as we can get him on. Now, Fair. I would also prefer if we know if tomorrow we can get him, then let's get him tomorrow. So, a little effort, as we like to say here in the know, business. I've got, uh, I want to hear what he's doing, what his thoughts are. It's, there's so much going on here. And especially for Joe, he's a guy who played ball. He's, this game has literally taken him all over the world. And so I'm sure he's had a bunch of unique and bizarre experiences in his professional basketball career, which is about 15 years in the making now literally to most parts of the world and so someone who has seen a lot and to compare how this relates to what he's seen and experienced I'm, I'm interested in what he has to say and even anytime i'm interested in what he has to say so specifically this time uh i would be interested so maybe if they can get this thing squared away he can join us tomorrow he was supposed to join us right now and we were going to be having fun but nevertheless that's not the case and dj's out today so it's just me nice you're gonna sing (laughs) i'm getting a little loopy i gotta admit that head spinning a little bit yeah much like my byu fans i did ask is your basketball program cursed because in 2011, you don't have Brandon Davies, and you could have maybe gone to the Final Four. And then in 2020, you got like 18 seniors on your roster, all to be dispersing here. And several of them probably play professionally somewhere on this planet. So this was their time, their one shining moment, time to shine. And the thing gets canceled because of the virus, and that just sucks all the way around. What would have happened? Same thing for Utah State, for that matter. I mean, obviously, they they deserve to be in the tournament, and they earned their way. But it doesn't seem like they're cursed. They had an opportunity last year to get in. These guys don't. So I ask, is BYU basketball cursed? My good friend Craig, is BYU just cursed 
not just basketball, is the whole institution cursed? He says, yes. C in Spanish. Adam, yes, and will continue to remain cursed for so long as it remains an obedience-based and fear-driven seminary rather than a scientific method-focused university operating on love and kindness basis. Wow. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> Don't hold my breath. <laughs> so it's based on fear-driven seminary rather than scientific method focused university operating on a love and kindness basis they have low no love and kindness on the campus in Provo Utah can you believe that zero love zero kindness I think that's outrageous Adam I think you're judging and you're not supposed to judge come on liberals are supposed to be open and accepting of all things not just accepting of those things that are liberal you're supposed to be open and accepting. Tolerance, PK. Tolerance. Yeah, where the hell is your tolerance? And yeah, I said hell, and there is no delay. And I stand by my statement. Adam. Come on, ease up. JD. They've won with Ainge and Jimmer in March. Other than that, one and done. Dan. They were a one and done team anyway. Well, I'm, I'm not getting a lot of BYU fans responding, apparently. Maybe I am. That's just the way they think. Oh, Steve, are you guys still on the air? I'm in Texas and listen over the app, and the internet is dead air. Yeah, our stream is still not up and running. Our engineers have been working diligently for the last, what, 24 hours now to get things up and running. Well, Steve, I guess we're not, and you can't hear me. <laughs> so I guess I got to respond to Steve. I'll, he can tweet at me though. That's good. I just responded to him actually myself. Oh, you did. Yep. Okay, then I won't. Oh yeah, we got a couple of those. So I guess the streaming thing is down, so you can catch us here on the air regular. Yeah, tune in ninety-seven point five FM, twelve eighty AM. But obviously, those people are probably trying to listen on the stream, and they're not going to hear this. So, you know. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Coming up next, <clears throat> we got the president of uh, president of the jazz, isn't he? What's his, is that his title now? Yeah. Sports Entertainment. Friends, Larry H. Miller Sports Entertainment. Yeah. I think he is president of the Utah Jazz now, yes. too. And his name is Jim Olson, and he's going to be joining us next. So stay with us. We've got a bunch of stuff, stuff that he wants to say, stuff that I want to ask him. And he's going to be live in studio right now when we come back from the break. So we'll get to that next on 97.5, 1280 The Zone.